Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, After Buzzers, to the Terror After Show. Tonight we're talking Colin's demise, the trial of Hickey, and the return of Toonbach. Plus, we're here with executive producer and showrunner David Kajanik. So, don't go anywhere. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Another appropriate song choice. <laughs> Thank you, Danny, for that suggestion. You're welcome. You're so, guys, welcome to the tonight's episode with Terror Camp Clear. And like I mentioned before, we have a special guest with us in studio. Yay. So he's going to be here chatting with us about the sh- episode today, answering some of our questions. So if you're in the chat, make sure you send them in. We're looking, and we'll make sure we ask them for you. So, yeah, let's get started here. Basically, well, since we have you, let's start and ask you a question. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm, <laughs> well first of you? all, I'm Krista. And with me today, besides our special guest. Hey, happy Monday. What's up, my beautiful people? Danny Royce here. Hey, it's me, Cherry Davis. What's up, party people? It's me, Erica Edwards. So, yeah, what I was going to ask is what piqued your interest initially in the story? And what made you want to adapt it into the show? Well, I think if if you if you want to unpack character, mm-hmm. like really unpack character in an interesting way, you go to an emergency. I mean, people really reveal who they are in right. an emergency. And if you've got a, an emergency like this that lasts for years, the potential to actually see choice by choice by choice by choice how a character evolves or devolves is just too good an opportunity. So if you add to that these incredible landscapes and structures that feel sometimes like a horror movie, sometimes like a war movie, sometimes like a Western. Mm-hmm. You get to mash up all these genres and, you know, you throw in a kind of a monster in, in the middle of it. I mean, it's just yeah. too much fun. And it's just too, it's, it, there's too many insights to be had, I think, in a in a narrative like this where you get to examine people so closely under stress. So that's, right. I, yeah. that's one of the reasons I loved this story. In that's which awesome. we saw that a lot in this episode, especially. We had a lot going on. Toonbach finally came back. We saw, Toonbach. yeah, boy, no. <laughs> Collins. <laughs> Collins became lunch to Toonbach, but he was, yeah. So, what did you guys think overall of this episode? And I, I love the episode. Like I said, every episode it gets you know grittier and grittier. I love the uh, the characters we're seeing more evolving, especially Hickey. Um, man, that was just a lot that <laughs> happened tonight. Um, Fitz we James, did have a lot happening. Yeah, tonight. it was like Fitz James uh, is kind of uh, his whole health, you know, is going down. Everyone's health is going down. Not just the monster of Toombok, but the monsters of people's minds. You know, yeah. people are losing it, going mad. They're getting sick. Um, it's no food. It's just crazy. And I, I don't know. I loved it. I love the episode. I know Toombok is the monster, but for me, Hickey is the true monster. Yes. He's reprehensible. <laughs> and I every time I look at him, I'm like, I would not want to be on a carnival cruise with this man. <laughs> carnival. <laughs> carnival. <laughs> carnival. <laughs> not 
Um, I totally love this episode. I missed you guys last week, so sorry. Um, Toonbach or whatever, still an ugly. I'm, I feel like you all could have made him like, I don't know his face. <laughs> I, I'm just like, he's still like this rabid polar bear. <laughs> but, okay, he's not the supernatural being I thought originally. Um, so, but yeah, but then it's so funny because like, I'm like that with Hickey, but I feel like I thought... I saw that like sociopath and Hickey like maybe episode three or something right, exactly. mm-hmm. like so long ago. I was like, oh, he's gonna be a problem. They're gonna have to kill him like a million episodes ago. I feel like it's I'm true. like, oh, okay. And then each episode, I was like, oh yeah, you guys, he's totally a psychopath. Right. Mm-hmm. He's like, um, I don't know, like Ted Bundy, but he wants to be your leader. <laughs> and um, and yeah, and so it's just interesting to see how it unfolds and how he's really like just using racism and so many things to control people's minds. It's just really good writing. I feel like it was a slow build-up, though, when we first saw Hickey. We knew something was off, but it's been fun to watch how Mm -hmm. it's gotten so worse. I know. From original right. to right. episode eight, right. and now we're like, there he is. Exactly. I just feel like every time I get on any panel, I'm always like, oh, Erica, you're such a dark person. Because <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, oh, yeah, he, he was just, I was like, once he dropped his draws, I was like, you guys, if you don't kill him after this, he's going to kill all of you. <laughs> he true. was so nice when he signed up, well, the person who signed up first, the original Hickey, and then this dude that rolled up on the boat. Oh, yeah. We like, didn't learn more about that. Yeah, no, I mean, he yeah. looked crazy when even when he signed up. Like, he was up to something or escaping something. Uh, but I think that was good for shout-out, too. Yeah, but then remember, too, that episode where he and the captain had drinks with each other. Right. And it's like, to think that this is really your mortal enemy by, like, whatever episode mm-hmm. we're on is so interesting. He's like, yeah, we're both from Ireland. We both, when then we shared our whiskey. <laughs> right. And he's like, he's like, yeah, but you crazy, though. But, you know, so it was just, it was so, it was so cool. Uh, yeah. Well, and I also liked how we started this episode. We have, we always have a little moment of hope. In there, and it started out with Fitz, James, and Crozier just, you know, having this little bond where he's telling them, telling him the story of how he grew up out of an affair and was raised by some cousins. And mm-hmm. he, at the end, he's like, I've never told anyone this. I was named at my baptism. And he says something where, are we brothers at the end? And I was like, we always get just a little moment before it all goes to hell. <laughs> you know? And it's just a little bit of hope that they throw in there. Even though we know how this series is going to end, you still get those moments so it's kind of easy to like it's so hard because you feel for them and you want them to make it but you just know they don't yeah i mean it's it it's awesome because it shows the character's vulnerability yeah. and it shows um you know at these last moments that you know you're willing to to tell your darkest secrets yeah. i mean and as far as the characters um progressing um do you see yourself in some of these characters oh, at all? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, on, some uh, that are still alive. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, not, that's, yeah not so that it's, it's just started airing a couple weeks ago in the UK, and the, the the network that it's on in the UK put together a quiz online, and you answer all these questions, and it it tells you who on the expedition you're most oh. like. So I took it, and I'm a good sir. <laughs> really? We gotta take this. We definitely have to take this. We don't yeah. have a hickey in our studio. We so talk good. about it a lot, how hierarchy plays such a big role in this, especially when it came to In the Beginning with Franklin and then Fitzjames now, too. How did you, like, how did you guys want to build that dynamic between these three characters? Well, it was easy at first, because we yeah. wanted uh, the narrative to feel like it was a typical kind of hierarchy narrative. Mm -hmm. So you're paying most attention to the captains, some attention to the lieutenants, and then occasionally attention to sort of the the guys in the lower classes. Mm -hmm. 
And we knew we wanted to start there so that as this disaster sort of rendered things like your background, your level of education, your rank kind of useless, you know, that wasn't right. going to be the thing that saved you. You were going to have to have other tools at your disposal. Right. It was going to be interesting to watch the hierarchy fall apart. So we wanted to start with this idea that you have a kind of, you know, in Kieran Hines you think you've got your protagonist for the show. And we knew, of course, we were going to be pulling him out of the narrative in episode three. Really quickly. Mm-hmm. Leaving these two men as, his, as the second and third in command, neither of whom is prepared to lead the expedition. But if you kind of combined their best qualities, right. you would have had a great captain. And then we right. knew we were going to have seven more episodes to show how they can kind of work together and evolve as people to the point where they are fantastic leaders. And we're now in the point in the episode where you're starting to see how good a Captain Crozier really is. Mm-hmm. And how good a Captain Fitzjames really is. That's why I kind of like that they're not on the boat anymore because that, like you said, the hierarchy, it starts to disappear, which you could see all the boys on the bottom of the boat eating while they were up in their chambers. And it's just, I like how now everyone's on the same path and they're all fighting for their life. So it's just, it's a totally different dynamic. And oh my gosh, this is so corny, but I'm going to say, like, I love the whole story about, yeah, you know, they named me and it's James Fitzjames. And I'm like... Can everybody have a story? Because there's so many people, and I'm always like, "Wait, what's his name? What's that character's name?" And like <laughs> now, I'm never, it. I'm never get like James is James. I got that one. Yeah. Like I am so good with that. And so I'm like, I need everybody to have like a little. Yeah, this is what happened in my baptism. And then I remember <laughs> because I loved that part. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Well, so after our small moment of hope, it goes back to showing us how the situation's really taking a turn. Everyone's, like, their general deterioration of the crew. Mm-hmm. People are really starting to get sick. Even Fitzjames is starting to, which I wasn't expecting. I mean, it had to happen to everyone eventually, eventually. but I was I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's like, eventually I had to eat some cam. Yeah. I, was, I was eating steaks all in the beginning, but sooner or later, like, Not I you. got that nasty cam meat like everybody else. Everybody oh, has yeah. to eat the cam I know. Meat. Well, and then this is when we find out that our friend Collins is <laughs> 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 taking yeah. the Peruvian. And yeah, and we know how that ends. So, But before we get there, well, this is all going back on, we find out that um, Hickey's been telling, he came back to camp and he's told everyone that the Inuits are savage and they've killed his team and everyone kind of believes him except for the captains because they're smart. But right. so they go to investigate it, investigate it, but first they kind of tell Lady Silence, they have her look at the body and she's like, these aren't my people. And then they bring her to the scene and she has to see all of her friends. And, yeah, that right. whole scene, I just felt so bad for her. It was crazy. I, this girl, she's lost her tongue I mean, right. by her own, you know, she did it, but she's still, like, she's had a rough couple. <laughs> she didn't even sail in with them, and she's feeling that. Yeah, she, I, he did exactly what I thought he was going to do, Hickey. Just go back and just turn everyone against uh, the natives. But also, um, Crozier and, like you said, the captains, they, they found out pretty quickly. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I thought Yeah, I knew they were going to find out um, eventually and be on to it and not trust Higgy. But, yeah, Crozier was, like, on it, like, quick. <laughs> so, David, I think that would be because they knew the Inuit and they know how they hunt yeah. and yeah. fight. Although... Yeah. Go ahead, sir. Well, Crozier's had experience uh, mm-hmm. in, with Inuit communities. He speaks Inuktitut. He's been given a nickname on previous expeditions. So he sees this, uh, he hears this story and he thinks, There's, this doesn't no jive right. with anything I've experienced about, about this culture. Uh, and then brings Lady Silence to look, and she's obviously, you know, clearly yeah. saying this has nothing to do with, with my way of life or my, mm-hmm. or my community's way of life. And so, you know, that leaves 
very few options in terms of what really happened. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. what I found interesting was, I mean, obviously um, Hickey did this or whatever, but it was like, okay, now that we found the seal meat, he's going to hang. So part of me is like, yeah, you know, um, the captain really obviously believes that he's wrong or whatever, but part of him, I think, realizes this person is a threat to my leadership, and mm-hmm. this is the quickest way for me to get rid of him. Because I was kind of like, oh, wait a minute, ain't nobody going <laughs> to discuss it, we don't have no trial. Yeah. And you just were like, nope. oh, yeah, bring the carpenter, we're going to hang him. I mean, evidence was, was like, clear, so. Yeah, I, mean, I was like, I was like um, okay, I mean, it's good evidence, I'm not doubting that, but I was like, you have your own little motives going on yeah. as well. So that was interesting, I and also, ships rules. I think that they are God, and they can literally do whatever they want. Sure. I mean, I will say I started writing that scene, the court martial scene, and I was like, everyone knows everything in this scene already. <laughs> so this is going to be a real waste right. of momentum. Right, right. No, I agree with uh, yeah. you, but it was kind of, to me, I felt like there was kind of something like, okay, I have to get, I, I think he realized even before I have to get rid of him. Yeah. Of course, and yeah. This, this is a great let me, opportunity. Let me expedite this, but we all know he's guilty. <laughs> yes. Right. It did need to be expedited. Because when he stripped down, at first I thought he was literally having some sort of mental breakdown. But I realized he stripped down because he wanted to be able to wipe the blood off of himself. Mm. And that was his powder keg flame moment was to finally have an outside enemy to justify getting the guns and to justify yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Right. Crozier yeah. in, in episode six at Carnival when he stands up, he basically sells all of the men on walking south because of two things. One, he says if we run into into the Inuit, they will help us. And and that obviously isn't sort of yeah. working out. And the other thing he says is there's already a rescue party that's probably on their way back. And we learn in the last episode that they were killed 16 miles mm-hmm. from the ship. So now Crozier has by Hickey's design, has no leg to stand on in terms of what he's promised the men, which causes Crozier to be in a situation where he now has to be completely honest and hope Mm -hmm. that that's enough. Right. It's true. Yeah, I I think what I really liked about the scene is we finally saw some more of the Inuit culture, because before that we had seen Lady Silence and her father, and we were kind of like, where's the rest of them? What, Mm -hmm. you know, what is going on out there? So I guess my question to you would be, like, how important was that aspect of the storytelling? Oh, huge. Because they're a huge part of the show. Absolutely. I mean, if you think about sort of the the, the themes of this show, um, you know, we start with this expedition and we are fully sort of attached to them. Mm -hmm. You know, we're sort of like a reporter that's kind of embedded in this kind kind of... Uh, this hubristic sort of colonialist point of view. And we knew that we wanted to, by the end of the show, have completely gone to the other side of the continuum. And that meant that every episode we have to sort of pull back on our attachment to Mm -hmm. the sort of hierarchy, the British hierarchy, and step a little bit further into the Inuit community that they're, you know, this world that they're trespassing into. And so getting that right, but also timing everything right was was important. The fact that people in the audience want to know more about that is the victory. Do you know what I mean? Right. And so right. we give it's little pieces of It's one of my of favorite it. parts of the show. I like yeah. learning more about that. I've liked since Lady Sh- Silence has shown up, I've been like, I like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I think it really brings to the forefront like how far back that our prejudice against indigenous people really goes. Oh, right. It's yeah. so interesting. It's and then the even fear when, of the unknown. Yeah, yeah and exactly. he's like, oh yeah, you know, and my friend had this cousin that went to Texas and all this stuff. It's like, wow, those, you know, how many hundreds of years has those have those prejudices just continued? Yeah. And once again, they're invaders. So yeah. really, they're like, oh, the horrible Apache came and, and killed everybody. It's like, uh, kind of have a backwards. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. 
Yeah, so then we go... Well, after that, they go back to the camp, and obviously Lady Silence is still with them. And Fitzjames comes out, because while they've been gone doing this, the camp's in upheaval. All of them are arming themselves. They're worried that Hickey's story is true, and it's out of control. Did you see that unraveling? As I guess it's mutiny at this point, because... It's everyone's so afraid. Right. So Dish they're just, it. yeah. yeah. Right, what did yeah. you think of all that that was going back and how Fitzjames wasn't aware until it was 20 arms had already been given right. out and it was just well, a lost cause at that point? Well, Fitzjames was worried about his uh His, his falling skin. skin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, his sores. But yeah, that was, I mean, in any type of hostile situation when mm-hmm. you know you're scared, you don't know what's going what's going on. Uh, you want to have something to protect yourself with, you know. Um, so I think in doing this, Hickey. I mean, we saw how ravaged he is as far as just killing these Inuit people um, that we didn't see in the last episode, but for no in no reason, you know. So we don't even know what he's capable of, and I'm just I'm interested to see the next episode because. Hickey is, you know, took his men and they don't, we don't even know where they went. So close. And so I know these, we're not, we're, that's not it. We haven't seen the last. No. For not, for sure. But. I like that they're on two different journeys now. It's right. Be two different journeys, but they're probably yeah. going to meet again. I don't know. Oh, they better. <laughs> I thought it was interesting because I couldn't figure out who was team Hickey and who was team. It was By so, the yeah. end, I, I feel like. like yeah, I was even lost. But I think <laughs> also a lot of it, um, for me too, was the dichotomy because then at the end it's all about, well, the Marines versus the Navy. Right. Yeah. So then that was kind of one thing that he was using to kind of, um, you know, keep the men separate. But what was interesting too, or when I watch it the whole time, every time I watch it, I'm like, okay, you know, you're giving these people guns and you're, you know, you're inciting in them this prejudice and, oh, this is what we have to do to get to control their minds. But you have to know in your heart, they're three steps away from Collins and that monkey. So you're like, okay, <laughs> um, maybe they are hearing things because they going crazy. Right. So it's like, it's so interesting that dichotomy of he's clearly a psychopath or sociopath from the beginning and can them anyway, but they are like, you know, way down the lead poisoning path, so they're not in their right minds exactly. anyway, and you're going to give them a gun, so that's yeah. the part that's so interesting. But they're so right. easily manipulate it because they are the environment. Of course, yeah. environment yeah. Yeah. Did you hear the whistle? Yeah, I did. <laughs> no one heard a whistle. It's like it's too much. Well, to me, I think so, I don't know. One of them, I was just like, okay, yeah, we're pretending to hear the whistle. Like, yeah. you know, I hate to be funny, but how the police be like, oh, yeah, I think I see drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I smell weed. I think I'm going to search you now. Like, it was that sort of vibe. <laughs> I feel threatened. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I thought that was really interesting with the... I knew the Marine was on the exploring, and I was fascinated with how good kind, good sir and and Silence's relationship has progressed. I kind of wanted him to leave with her. <laughs> he wanted to kiss her so bad. I know, I was just going to ask you guys <laughs> she, about she, that. She time. was looking like, I might... He, At he the end, it. she was like... Maybe I'll give you some eventually. But he wanted to kiss her so bad. So like, bad. I've liked their relationship. Yeah. That's I like, really yeah. yeah, relationship. Yeah. Exactly. I don't know. When that whole scene, how he was like, no, go. I want to. I want you to be safe. But then he's like, no, stay with us. We'll protect right. you. I, how would you guys, the development of their relationship, I, it's, I thought it was, I loved it so far. Well, the but most, it's so tragic at the end. 
Is it, does it get more tragic? <laughs> well, first of all, it's not the end. So. Uh, no, 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 she's gone. She's run she's out of She's in the fog, but we already know. She knows how to survive. She's right. eating True. seals and it's stuff. That so monster likes her. to know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> I'm jealous. Know, uh, you have... You have some things in store. Uh, but <laughs> yeah. the most important thing to us about Lady Silence's character is that she, unlike most characters in narratives like this, that she not become subservient to a white man's mm-hmm. role. Right. We didn't want her to become anyone's wife, girlfriend, or slave, or you know, victim. Yeah. And uh, I'm so glad she wasn't gang raped because every episode I'm like, if she goes back, five right. of them soldiers are going to take her down <laughs> and they go do something before they kill her. And I was like, please yes. don't let me see that. And she, yeah. thing but is she it, saved it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she is, in a way, by this point in the season, you're starting to realize she and Crozier are actually a lot of like. And mm-hmm. A lot of like yeah. in the sense that they were both sort of captains of ships that they weren't initially given and control and they both have lost their ships at this Mm. point and that puts them on kind of equal thematic footing in a way that I think people are at this point in the series are starting to realize oh there's there are parallels here between these two she's as powerful in her context as he is in his context yeah Yeah. I guess that's why I like that she just walked away at the end he's like no stay we'll protect you she's like like, I'll protect myself (laughs) exactly she was was like wait a minute do you remember the monster came up to my tent and I'm good so I'll be fine no good sir good sir is awesome guy he's He's sweet even when he he realized that he's like okay yeah we're not gonna be able to protect you (laughs) like he's just like okay you have to go she's a matchstick headed for the tinderbox camp needs some counseling oh everyone yeah of course well I am hoping that someone out there learns how to kill a seal because I'm like <laughs> the Eskimos are Something. eating seal meat you guys are still eating this lead based canned meat well, like, they've got a small yes. bag of seal meat now <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly light a fire put, put that on the grill but I'm like you guys find a seal yeah I, I'm, I'm hoping that they do <laughs> well now that lady silence is gone I think all hope of that is yeah. you're right it went with her. Well, folks, we are having a lot of fun here. But uh, if you want to, you want to have fun, learn, grow in all areas of your life. For those who do, have we got a podcast for you? Conversations with Maria Menounos podcast edition is hosted by our AfterBuzz TV founder and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menounos features cele- ce- uh, celebrities, excuse me, and influencer uh, interviews, along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life, from health and wellness to career, relationships, finances, and more. Let our Maria be the big sister you've always wanted. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Con- Conversations with Maria Menounos for free. Be sure to rate and comment, and when you do. Let Maria know it's us. Yes, the terror, yeah, the terror, terror. show the cold that terror. sent you. The conversation <laughs> with Maria Menounos podcast edition. Check it out right now. Woo! It's a great it's awesome podcast. podcast. It is, guys, and it's free. So it is free. <laughs> Everyone loves that. I'm like, word. there's like nothing free in LA. So no, there right. you go. <laughs> yeah. that, like, like what? Free? <laughs> but yeah. So going back to terror, we've got now Lady Silence is gone, camps and mutiny, and we are left with. Croizer needing to prove because he has the a feeling he's not one hundred percent sure, but he he is he knows. So he has um, good sir do an autopsy, and that's when they find the seal meat in his belly, and he's like, okay, so since Ivory obviously had it, they fed him, and now we know that Hickey was lying, and that's I, this is when you really see how far this mutiny's gotten because he immediately is like, get the Marines, we have to get guns, and but you can't trust the Marines now. Right. Right. So it was just you had to, they had to step so lightly because you it's this point where he's been gone and everyone's 
got different emotions because they're right. all scared. So you got to figure out who to trust because you know who's guilty, but you can't just go out there like swinging and <laughs> just <laughs> right. hope everyone is on the same page as you. My yeah. my favorite part of that was when um, uh, Crozier was telling uh, Jobson. Uh, that you were trying to prevent a false uh, invasion from the outside, where there's an invasion within. That was such a good and line. I was, yeah, that was such a good line. <laughs> and so powerful because... I wrote that one down, too. <laughs> <laughs> right. And it was just... it's And definitely, I'm sure it's, um, you know, a... Um, you know, foreshadow for things to come in the next previous size. Like, they're their own the downfall. Episode. I know there's right. a lot of other elements. We've got tuned back and diseases, but exactly. at this point, they're each other's worst enemies, and it's, yeah. That's true, but, like, I felt, for me personally, that um, at the point that they, um, whatever, as a boy or whatever, from that episode, Hickey was an invasion from within, because mm-hmm. I was like, they have shamed him so far, he's, he's not going to ever you know, come back to that. And, you know, to me, I was like, okay, if you don't kill him, he's going to, he's going yes. to be a problem. Yes. And so, um, and, you know, and it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's so interesting. You know, he's like, well, yeah, I want, you know, I guess he feels like he should be the leader. So, yeah. yeah. And the captain didn't trust him for a while. Like once he sort of realized what a big liar he was. And when he was so rebellious, was that a cat of nine tale? When he was beating with the cat of nine tails. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. And he kept lying, and he was like, what? You want more? And he was like, okay, yeah, well, uh, that was a lot. That's true. That was yeah, a lot to I, watch, yeah. Yeah. That was, that was <laughs> horrifying. That was a lot to watch, yeah. <laughs> and doing the cat of nine tail, I know you did not really hit the <laughs> or anything, but I, how did you guys sort of, is that what they used historically to punish people? Yes. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. there's, a, there's a video online of somebody who wanted to try to recreate what that must have been like, and they use a, like a, a slaughtered pig, and they hang it on, you know, because the consistency of the hide yeah. is about mm-hmm. like human skin, so they hang it on, and within like a few whacks, it's already cutting through, and you're Oof. like, oh, this oh, is my goodness. how did this work? And when we looked at our research uh, of how many people got lashed how many times mm-hmm. in that year, it's like people were getting lashed left and right. It's kind of amazing anyone came back without a scar for wow. those yeah. expeditions. Uh, they did come back with scars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cat tails are not fun. No. no. Well, yeah, so basically this takes us at the end. We finally they get um, Hickey, and they also are hanging Toyser at this point, too. Yes. Which, appropriately. Right. So, so they have all the men out there and we get a speech from our captain, and as he after he gives his speech, you know Hickey has to have the final word. And h- how did you feel about this whole scene breaking down? And we had the captain, and then all the men are already shocked because they thought Hickey was telling the truth, and they just found out they could have been fed. But he killed their only hope of that. It just it was a lot to take in. Could you imagine being these poor men? They're like, what? Right. <laughs> I, I trusted you, and now I trusted you, but you told me not to because the captain was gonna leave me too. I'd be like, where right. am I supposed to go with this? Right. I think, I mean, the men are just, man, it's 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 hard to be one of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're just put in the middle. But, you know, Hickey had to get that last lie out, you know, to try yeah. to kind of save his hide, or his neck, I should say. Typical Hickey. Um, right. <laughs> um, but Toombach, I guess, came and saved the day. Um, so to speak. He finally but, came back, <laughs> as you said he would. Right. I was like, he's coming back. <laughs> um, the, for two. Uh, cannibalism and Tuba came back. Guys. Yeah, he's um, two for two. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's it's insane. Uh, and I just knew exactly Hickey's uh, motive. I mean, everything. He's he's just really crazy. And people like that will do any and everything to save themselves. 
forget the men. Like Crozier said, he doesn't care about the mm-hmm. men that he's bringing with. He doesn't care about he cares them. About himself. Yeah, that's they're just they're just pawns in helping him get out and do what he needs to do. And for me, Hickey feels like he doesn't want to go back to England. No, so I think no. he right. escaped because he did something illegal or something. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that key number? <laughs> um, but he definitely does not give up on it. He's like one of those people that once they tell the lie, they stay on the lie, yeah. and they never admit it. And the fact that he still is taking his core group of people to escape. I don't understand how the other people could be fooled by him, because it wasn't like he was all that nice. And his <laughs> lies just changed from... Right. It was but, like listening to... But, no, go ahead. Sorry. Well, what I liked about this final scene is that the way they presented it to the men... They both really have lied. The yeah. captor right. and, Hickey. and that's what Hickey so that's says, why yeah. that's why Hickey is persuasive because a lot of what he said is actually the truth. Mm-hmm. It's how he framed it to the men mm-hmm. and the captain. Maybe he you know he had these heroic reasons, but he lied too yeah. or covered up or however you want to look at it. So at the end of the day, it is hard to say okay if you were if you were there and you know you're like lead based crazy hungry mind. Well, okay, Hickey. Every time something happens, the person saying the story is persuasive because it's true. If you know, if the Eskimos were out there, we would be defenseless. So let's get a gun. Right. So it is. So everything they've said has some truth to it, which was what really makes it yeah. persuasive. So and that's why you know letting him have that last word is going to be tough because even if he were hung, yeah. All of It'd those still be he, in he everyone's would still mind. have yeah. that core people that were gonna. They would have to get rid of those core people too. Yeah. Of course. Yes. He would have yeah. if he'd known who it was. But he's a captain. The captains don't have to explain anything to anybody. Yeah. Be but right. now you're in a different, you're not on the ship anymore. So times are, times are True. hard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You've got mutiny. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have to explain anything, but at the end of the day, he was going to leave them. Yeah. He was going to resign. That was the in truth. In his like, state of and mind. And yeah. so that was an argument. Like, this is the person that's leading you into the desert who was going to abandon you. Yeah. So that is, you know, a valid argument. It is. It is for sure. I guess just the, I mean, now it's, it's whether they believe that, you know, Hickey killed Irving and not, you know. So that's kind of like the deciding factor on whether to go with Hickey or not. But moving on. If yeah. they had <laughs> Crozier in the first place, they probably would have survived. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, true. Basically, true. this it, at the end of the day, Hickey doesn't go anywhere anyways except for <laughs> escapes because Toonback returns and, <laughs> you know, destruction Tunback. falls upon the camp. Revenge for killing the <laughs> So much people. happened right. in that scene, which was like, how long was that? It, I feel that like whole s- the attack was crazy. It, yeah, <laughs> and it all happened so fast and so much like happened while he was attacking. Right. right? And like, I was tr- Fitz James was firing up cannons. We had people going off and different groups. I was gone. like, what? It was the longest. It was intense. The longest yeah. attack in Toonbot. The longest, like, we've seen of Toonbot in action. It was oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah, and I, was, it. and I was definitely looking for the guy who was supposed to burn all the maps. I was like, what is he doing? Where is he at? Like, which one is he? At one point because, he was right. running around with right. them. Right. I was, like, I was like, is he going to burn those maps and then they're going to be lost? I mean, at this right. point. <laughs> yeah. So I think what, especially this episode and last episode too, what I've really liked is so we obviously all know how the story ends because it's a true in history. Well, in history we know that we know that the boats. We don't know how the show ends, but we know how the what happens to the crew in the boats. So, but when you were making this show, how challenging was it to create those like suspenseful moments or moments of hope, knowing even like knowing what we know that it you know, and you still had to 
present them to us the way you did. Well, I think yeah. if, you, if you imagine being in this situation, most of these men had still had hope until the mm-hmm. moment they fell down and yeah. died. They had right. to. Uh, and when you give characters sort of that level of hope, they can bring all of their personality, their humor, their sarcasm, their ingenuity, all of those things remain intact. And so, you know, we we wanted to just imagine that that they made it. In terms of writing those scenes, because they were at which we imagined. do whatever so I good. I already said from the first. I was like maybe third week or whatever. I was like a couple people made it. Oh uh, yeah, they just of. didn't tell nobody, <laughs> and their descendants are right here kicking it with us in Afterbuzz, <laughs> and they go home and be like, look, this movie based on our family, but we can't tell nobody, and they're out there like maybe it's Hickey or somebody, but somebody made it back, and they're like, we just not telling nobody because then we'd be wrong. But but no, there. I think that's what I like because I know how the. In real life, I know how history ends with it, but I still have hope for right. these guys exactly. during certain yes. scenes. Right. And I'm like, don't you know how it goes? Especially good sir, because he can kind of communicate. Oh, good yeah, sir. Of course, yeah. He doesn't good deserve, to go. Sir. He doesn't deserve to go. Good he sir. marries Lady Silas, yes. and their descendants are here. <laughs> I like that. That'd be awesome. That um, would be the happy ending. I'm sorry. When when but <laughs> when Tumbak before Tumbak came and oh, Collins was like running and laughing, it was a crazy scene. And then I don't know like whether he just pissed him off or what what happened, but he came chasing afterwards. And that scene, I don't know, it was kind of funny to me because I was kind of relieved because when Collins was in with um, Mr. Bridges or whatever, I kind of and I saw him like eyeing the surgical equipment and stuff. I was like, either he's going to kill somebody or he's going to kill himself or whatever because. I don't know what you, about you guys, but every episode, I'm like that dang monkey. Like that's where they <laughs> end, that's where they end up hitting your head against the wall till you die or whatever. So that seems like no fun. So I was like, all right, you know what is you know. So to me, Collins is past where most of the people are as far as it. the sickness. So I'm like, uh, you know, I was yeah. kind of relieved to be honest. I was right. like, okay, I mean, yeah, it's not gonna be fun to get eaten. You know? <laughs> Clearly. But, but- you know, to like when you saw what happened to the monkey, to do that to yourself would be horrific. But yeah. he did also, you know, uh, stole the Peruvian um, with the, the yeah, cocaine which and all that. And wine. Cocaine and wine. Yeah, so, so he was he was tripping hard. He probably didn't feel that much. You could tell when he walked out of those fences, like he is not doing too good. No, I mean that was probably the best thing for him. Yeah, exactly, exactly. oh yeah, but no. Speaking of Tuneback, so and how we're you know, real-life obstacles that all these guys are going through. So the monster, for you guys, is, like, your own creation with it. Like, how was designing and, like, utilizing him in the show? Well, it's from yeah. the book. And yeah. Ben Simmons, who wrote the book, took it from... It's sort of an amalgam of different parts of Inuit mythology. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. To okay. a degree. And w- but what we loved about having it... Well, first of all, no one would have made the show if it didn't have a monster. Yeah. <laughs> Necessary. People have been saying, like, it feels like it's not as interesting as everything else. Right. We agree. But... There was no network that was going to spend as much money on on a horror show like this without some kind of horror hook. Mm -hmm. And so we embraced it. Rather than fight it, we just went with it and understood that we could deprioritize it or prioritize it as we needed to episode to episode. And that really what it is is it's a kind of allegorical volume knob turned up to 11 about the same themes that everything else in the show is about, which is that they've come into this place with a certain level of hubris, a certain level of arrogance. They don't care to know how this world works Mm -hmm. before they try to claim it. And, you know, it's one of the reasons the monster doesn't look scarier, because we thought from, in its context, it's kind of a majestic thing. It's, right. it's, right. So when we worked with Neville Page, who was our creature designer, we said, let's make it look presidential. 
Uh, that, it, that it is, is a kind of a ruler. And yeah. As <laughs> why did you make it look like Trump? That's that's what what I got to why did that look like Donald? Why did we have an Obama polar bear? I'm just going to say that. And then as the show goes on, and these men have more and more of an influence over the environment just by being there, and as it yeah. begins to eat them, and as we see at the end of this episode, yeah. eat their souls. Spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. It starts to get sicker and sicker and sicker. So oh, they're all in the yeah. same boat now as they're making one another... Sick. Exactly right. because the equilibrium of this place is uh, shot. Exactly because right. he's eating the lead-based paint too. <laughs> right, <exactly. laughs> he's eating the he's lead eating that's driving them crazy. And I just uh, from you know a few episodes back, uh, it was just one of you know my predictions that it was just had to be something spiritual as well, like you're saying, um, uh, and part of their mythology. And when we saw Colin's like spirit get eaten out of him. It was. It took it to a whole nother level. I was like, okay, so this is some real stuff. <laughs> yeah, it got real at the it end there. Real. The soul sucking. I right. was like, oh. And now I just, I'm very curious to know, like, what happens to those souls. Like, how does how does Toonbuck use that, or what what goes on with that? So hopefully we'll see. Yeah, there's nothing. The, there's tight lift. <laughs> tight lift. We have two episodes that we have God. to. <laughs> well, speaking of the next two episodes, do we have want to go into some predictions? I'm going to be completely... I'm not going to react. <laughs> no, so you... <laughs> watch him, watch him. Okay, we'll be watching you pan to today. <laughs> I'll start with oh. this side over here. Okay. Um. Okay. <laughs> I know, people go okay. so many ways. Um. Okay, so... Toombak is gonna chow down on some of the escaped Marines. Oh, I hope. You know, he's gonna get a cute. He's gonna get a few. Probably not Hickey though. Hickey's probably gonna be a while around for a while. But you know, he's a few of those men. Um, I don't know. I don't know. So other than, and then I think, you know, they're gonna see Lady Silence again, yeah. and good. hopefully she'll bring snacks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I was hoping. Some I'm like, seal for good sir. I don't understand. Just like, for good sir, though. No one else. <laughs> kill one seal, have one nice meal before this is wrapped up. Um, I'm hoping for that. Um, yeah, and I think she just, just wants them to eat. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think at the end of the day, both fractions are just going to be um, tighter and unfortunately warring against each other. So I think that uh, we're going to see what happened to Mr. Hickey in England because I really think the person that signed up for the ship birth or whatever isn't the person that showed up. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think we're going to see what I, happens. I do want to see the rest of his right. story, yes. Yeah. And I'm hoping that Mr. Good Sir, it will be focused a little bit more on him Ooh. and we'll sort of see his breaking down as the person that he had emotional connection with Lady Silence is no longer there and he feels truly alone because the entire time he's been telling them medical reasons. You're going to get sick if you eat this. This is happening and no one's listening. Mm-hmm. The only one that really listened to him was Lady Silence and right. she's gone yeah. now. Yeah. Right. That's So That's you good. want Good Sir to be lonelier? I want him to to run to her. Run. <laughs> run Just off in a, on the Ooh. ice. They need to ride, need to ride, ride out on the, the ice on, on, on Tumbach. Tumbach. Yeah. 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 Ride him out. He I want him to go live himself. Yeah, go live your Eskimo life, dude. Right. <laughs> he goes off by himself with a little knapsack as he goes journeying for her. So you don't really get to like see Toon them Bok together. I feel like spare good sir. Yeah. yeah, I feel like too. I think what, the reason Toonbok didn't attack them was because she was there and then she was mm. gone. Right. Oh, I like, didn't even oh, put well, that yeah. together. I thought that as well too, actually. Yeah. No, I think, um, well, definitely these two, these two separate fractions, they will... Um, 
come together again, um, I believe, um, with a lot of more intensity, a lot more um, uh, drama happening between the two groups. I also think Toonbok is going to come back, and I want to. Uh, we're going to learn a little bit more about him and the uh, the spirit realm, and also Lady Silence. I think definitely we're going to see her again. Um, and whether she will be help to the people or not, we'll see. I'm just keeping an eye out on to see <laughs> the, the reactions here. You know, <laughs> you know what I really, well, obviously I want Hickey to finally meet his maker. Yeah. But you know who I want to do it? I want Lady Silence to take him out. Nice. I want her to pay revenge for her nice. people. I want, you know, and right. I think she always knew Hickey was a bad dude. So yes. she can join yeah. in. Always. That yeah. would be... I'd really like that. I would like that too. That would be cool. You know? He's been lying. Cut out his tongue. So he can't (laughs) lie anymore. Whatever happened to, do we we ever see his original boyfriend? That guy that threw up. I feel like he was also the beginning because he was in a, he was in a nice little relationship at first (laughs) and then he got played. You know, maybe that's what turned him. Exactly. (laughs) This is what makes People, this is how you become a fatal attraction. You think you're in a relationship, then the person betrays you, like you weren't anything. He's like, but you were my like wife. I didn't even know what your face looked like. And now he's a psychopath. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you're right. You it's care. the heartbreak and the pre- previous things he did. <laughs> yes. yeah, everything it was a combination. <laughs> right. Uh, what about your predictions? That was it. Oh, I want Lady you Silence want, to. You just I want mean, Lady Silence to. I want her to come back, but I want her to first take care of Hickey. Okay, oh, now okay. wait a second. Hold on. So we saw what happened to the monkey. Whatever happened to the dog? Wasn't there a dog? They, they shot sh- the dog. A dog. They shot dog. the dog. Yeah, the dog. Hickey. And they ate yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, and then the cat was a cat. Wasn't there a cat too? <laughs> there, might, there was a cat for the rats. I thought. But right. we usually do have cats. Yeah, there wasn't a cat for the rat for a few episodes. Did somebody eat the cat? I always felt like the animals were gonna go and. Well, guys, that's about all the time we have for you today. But thank you so much for joining us, and thank you for joining us so much. Thank, thank you, you so you. much. Yes. Yes. Feather in my cap to be honest. <laughs> you add so much depth to the analysis yes. Yes. and really understanding. It's, awesome. it's been great. Thank but you yeah. so much. So right. I'm Krista. You can find me everywhere at Krista Flungy. I'm Danny Royce. You can find me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. This is Cherry Davis. You can find me everywhere, Cherry underscore LA, on Twitter and Instagram. What's up, party people? I'm Erica Edwards. You can follow me on all of my social media at Erica, E-R-I-K-A, D as in door, Edwards. Thank you, guys. guys. See you next week. week. Ciao for now. (laughs) From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, you later! <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. <laughs> <laughs> 